Welcome, everyone. I'm so pleased to see you here on this very special Martin Luther King Day. This is Virginia Parsons, your hangout mentor and the host of the Inspirational Businesswoman Show. I'm always pleased that you're taking the time to be here because I know your time is valuable. So thank you for joining us. Let us know where you're hanging out from. I happen to be hanging out from Reno, Nevada. We're having a sort of rainy, snowy day here, but after all, it is January. So let us know where you're hanging out from. And also, let us know about yourself a little bit. Just type it in the comment section because the whole point of the Inspirational Businesswoman Show is to provide a collaborative opportunity between all you wonderful, inspirational businesswomen and our very special men who like to join us as well. You know that this show is providing you a gold mine of entrepreneurial tips, strategies, and advice to help you grow your business from inspirational businesswoman in the know. And we have a special lady today. Tamara Manasov is joining us in just a minute, and she has got some great information for you. Now, I also want to let you know that we're having an after show, and I hope you'll come on over to Blab for the after show. I'll be posting the link for that. We're going to have an opportunity for you to ask tomorrow lots of questions because I know you are aspiring authors and you want to get the word out there in a big way. Well, she's just the gal to do that for you. So let me just introduce her to you with a little intro spot here. We're going to be talking again with Tamara Monosoff. She is a best-selling author, I think seven times over last I heard. She is a speaker and a trainer and, of course, the founder of TamaraManasoff.com. So we're going to be talking about her special formula, the author-to-income formula. And listen to these hot topics. They are truly hot. We're going to be talking about the number one strategy to drive sales that most new and even experienced authors miss. Number two, how to use video in your book to drive traffic back to your website, back to your sales page, and all your freebies with opt-ins. Finally, number three, how tomorrow made $14,000 extra cash in 72 hours and how you can too. So, this is filled with information, and Tamara, come on in and say hi to our audience. Let's get in there and share this with people. Thank you so much, Virginia, for having me. I'm delighted to be here. I'm fired up. This is one of my favorite topics ever, so I'm thrilled to just tell everyone I can possibly share everything I can possibly share uh, to really help inspire people to take action, which is what I hope that people can do after they hear this interview. Terrific. All right, let's start with a little background tomorrow because you have a very interesting background and I like to share this with our viewers because, you know, we all come from a place where maybe we have struggled or had challenges in life and those opportunities have uplifted us in ways we might never have dreamt of. And I know your story is equally inspiring. So go ahead and share that with everyone. Well, I how far do we go back, Virginia? <laughs> Uh, essentially, a couple. I mean, I can share something that that really kind of changed the course of my life, uh, and that was when I was 18. I had a near fatal car accident, and from that experience, uh, at that time, I really wasn't sure what I wanted to do, like most 18 year olds. But when I had that near fatal car accident, it really changed everything. I became laser focused, and after that. I just wanted to do everything I could to give 
back to the world. And that is, as we all go through this journey, we take twists and turns down this road, but that's really been my primary focus. And so that is, you don't need to have something like that happen in order to realize that we're here. We all have our special gifts to share with the world. And I think that's why being an author is so exciting because you have your story. If it's, it's, fiction, if it's non-fiction, you, you have information to share, and my goal is to help you get the word out in a powerful way. Terrific. Thank you for sharing that, and I think that's important. I mean, I have talked to other people, interviewed other people who have similar, really, really devastating experiences earlier in life that has helped guide them into their passion in a way that may never have happened had they not had that real challenge in life. So, Thank you for sharing that. And I know you've had other businesses as well. Um, so we don't have time since, you know, this is laser targeted. Let's get the information out to you people. Remember everyone that's here. And I want to welcome Barbara Quick. You made it. Congratulations, Barbara. Pamela Vandervoort is here. And the rest of you, come on in. Let us know where you're hanging out from so I know you're here with us. And for you that are watching this in replay mode, that's terrific too. We really appreciate you taking the time. Please leave your comments as well because I will get back to you on them and so will tomorrow. So if you can't make it live, no problem. Get your questions down and we'll get back to you. All right, tomorrow let's talk about the first concept and that is the strategy to drive sales that most people are not aware of even if you're an experienced author. So take it away. So this is something that I learned over time. At the beginning, I didn't get the response. I think, you know, a lot of us as authors, we put our whole hearts into writing our books. We put so much effort. We want to put out the very best piece of work possible. And that is great. But what's missing is once you get it out there, oftentimes what happens is nothing or very little, meaning that you but oh, yay, I'm launching, and then very little sales. And I want to help shift that. So one of the things that I started to do that started to create dramatic results, especially if you're self-publishing, and by the way, we didn't talk about this, Virginia, but I just think it's a new, something I wanted to bring up about my background, is I have traditionally published with my a traditional publishing house, I have self-published, and I've done Kindle books. So I've had my feet in both worlds. and. One of the things that you can do is use the page after your title page. You can even do it before your table of contents. This is prime real estate, and I'll tell you why in a minute. That's where you're going to put an invitation to your readers, and you're going to sprinkle it with special gifts. Because if you go and you've posted your book on Amazon, whether it's traditionally published or self-published, you know that look inside feature? that's on your book. Well, if you click on that, they always show the first few pages of your book. So if you put special invitations, let's say to a checklist, a blueprint, to a program that you're teaching, free workshops, to this, to your Google Hangouts, uh, you know, events, whatever it is that you want to drive people to, you can do that on that prime real estate, which is right after the title page, and people don't even have to buy your book. Because they can click on that, and it's attached to an opt-in, which is a form to capture their names and emails, and then they opt into your list, and you give them that gift, and then they see that you're really giving them information that's of value, and then you're inviting them to continue to work with you in other ways. So that is the number one thing that 
authors, new authors, and it and published authors don't even think of doing. Oftentimes, people will put something at the end of the book. No, right after the title page. Capture those people right away so that they can see what you're all about. That is a fantastic tip, and I'm I'm sure that uh, most people are not aware of it, or if they are, they don't put it in the right place, because I've often seen that kind of thing at the end of a book, but what you're saying is, if they're out there just looking at the book and deciding whether or not they want to buy it, they're going to get to see the first few pages anyway, so it's a great spot to put it, and, and even if they don't buy the book, they can still click on those links if it is on Amazon, for instance, and still be able to take advantage of it? That's the incredible thing, is that you create all these live links. So I, if you go to my Author to Income Formula book, there are live links right there giving you gifts that are real, like information that's really going to help them along their journey, and they don't even have to buy the book, and yet they've joined me. And then I can continue the relationship and building that over time with people. So that's the thing. Forget about putting things at the end. I put it right after the title page. I think that's brilliant. And thank you for that tip. I hope you all wrote that one down. Right after the title page, not even after the table of contents. Right after the title page. Hey, Shelly Palmer, welcome for being here. She says, getting the word out in the world is truly profounding. Yes, well, <laughs> we'll talk about that a little bit more. Absolutely, it is. Uh, Tamara, let's talk about how to use video in your book to drive traffic back. In this case, you say back to your website, back to a sales page, back to an opt-in page. Let's go into detail on that tip. So one of the things I'll use an example of my second edition of the Mom Inventors Handbook, How to Turn Your Great Idea into the Next Big Thing. I wanted to make this truly interactive. So if you have a printed book, how are you going to, other than printing a link, how are you going to get people back to your website? Well, I created, I put QR codes, quick response codes, all throughout my printed book. And what I did is I included 50, over 50 actually, over 50 videos uh, from other people that had, had used my first edition to successfully bring their products to market and launch their businesses. And what I did is I wanted to create a deeper and richer experience for the reader. So let's say I was featuring you, Virginia, and I had you on my page in the book, and I had a, a blurb about you in the book and your website. But let's say I wanted you to, to pop off of the page on video. Well, you can by including QR codes that are linked to pages on your own website. So then you can, you can scan those codes with your smartphone, and it, your Virginia would pop directly onto your phone, and you would get a video message from Virginia. And I asked, by the way, I asked these entrepreneurs to not sell their products on the video. I wanted, as I said, to create a deeper, richer experience for the reader. So when you're thinking about your book topic, think about what questions you could ask people to answer. So for example, I asked my participants to say, what is the number one challenge they had to overcome in starting their business? What is their number one success that they've had so far? And the third, which is my favorite, what has surprised them the most about launching their business? And the fourth is, what is one piece of advice that you would give to aspiring entrepreneurs? 
And so what happened was I had over 10,000 scans the first week the book launched. People were scanning those codes like crazy. Now, if you want to include video in your Kindle version of the book, you wouldn't use QR codes because you, all you need is a link to make it a live link. So, but to include other people in your book and interview them or have them provide tips, I mean, they could be other experts that provide tips, um, that it just, it creates a whole nother level of engagement. And I'll say one other way I use video. I did an intro video for every one of my chapters. So at the very top is my title of my book, uh, each chapter, and there would be a scannable QR code that people could scan with their smartphone, and I jump onto the phone and I say, hey, welcome to chapter one. In chapter one, we're gonna learn about X, Y, and Z. And I can't wait to see what you think. And see, then you're creating that engagement and you're pulling your reader through the book. Well, I'm just gonna call you a smarty pants because <laughs> these are great ideas. Really, they're terrific ideas, Tamara. And now, I've used QR codes a lot. I just think that they're very handy and I've not thought about using QR codes in a book, but I have used them in, in flyers. Uh, even when I've done talks and I've held up a big QR code for people, <laughs> that works really quickly because people just love to pick up their phones and grab that information. So I love that you have added so much extra value to your book and that these are also people who are talking about what they gained from working with you. So that's driving more interest. So in a way, they're testimonials in addition to providing great tips for the viewers or for the readers. Right. And it's great for the people who participate because they get more exposure. So even though they weren't selling, I always put their website so people could go learn more about whatever it is that they were offering. And so it's really a win for everyone who participates. And so as an author, think about who you could include in your book. Uh, and you know whether it's an expert or it's someone you've coached or helped or whoever would add value to the topic, then, I mean, just think about, it's really the, the possibilities are endless. And I will say one thing, it also helps with branding. So I'm gonna show you this, Virginia. I hope you can see. This is a branded QR code. Can you see that? So that is my logo. Hold it in just a little bit closer. There you go. You see, and on the hold back. Hold it there, yeah. Let's hold it so they can really get a look at it. Very so nice. See, I see what you're talking about. Okay, so that is my branded logo. So what the readers learn is every time I have my branded logo inside my book, they know that that's a personal message from me on video. And then I have other QR codes that are just black and white that are the, my other people that I included. So people start to understand, oh, there's a message from Tamara, and they'll scan that one, to, and then... And I also sprinkle tips throughout. Let me just say one other thing. I was, uh, I'm constantly asked about legal information. And although I know the answers, I thought, you know what? I want to invite a lawyer to answer these questions. And so I was able to do interview a patent attorney, a business attorney, uh, and be able to, I, what I did with him is there were six questions that are people constantly ask me. And I did one video per question so as not to overwhelm people with the legalese. And then I was able to sprinkle those throughout the book too, so that we were like, oh, I wanna know about trademarks. Scan 
on their phone and they could watch John talk about trademarks. You see, so you can, it's a powerful, powerful way to use your book as an interactive tool. Well, and you know, QR codes are very easy to create. I mean, you just do a Google search and you'll find all sorts of uh, free sites where you can create your own uh, QR codes very quickly. And now the branded QR codes that you're talking about, I suppose those might cost something. I've, I've not done a branded code. Are they, yeah, they cost something? Yeah, and I, I use Kaiwa. It's K-A-Y-W-A. And I like Kaiwa because they don't feed your phone with ads. Some of the free ones will start, all of a sudden I'm like, what is this? And all these ads start popping up on my phone and I did not want, I did not want my readers to experience that. I wanted them to have a good experience. And so I did pay for, or have Kaiwa because Kaiwa allows you to do branded. You can put any sort of image you want. And, but I put my logo, which I re recommend if you're building your brand. And uh, and then they won't feed your phone with ads or anyone else who scans them. Okay, so that's Kaiwa, K-A-Y-W-A, correct? Yes. So you can get some good uh, QR codes there without the advertisements. So I guess especially if you're really sprinkling throughout them throughout your book and you have that many of them, you don't want people to be bombarded with ads. You just want them to get valuable content. So that makes sense. Great tips, you guys. I hope you're taking notes. I am. My whole page is written on already. <laughs> All right. Well, we've, we've got a few questions here. I'm going to hold on the questions, you guys, but keep putting them in. Don't forget we're doing an after show on Blab. We're going to be able to talk directly to Tamara over there. Um, and I will start some of the questions here today if we get a chance. Otherwise, we'll be over on Blab, and I will post that link to you in just a minute. But the third one I'm sure they're interested in, it's featured on the preview, and that is how you made an extra $14,000 in 72 hours. Um, and how they can do it too, because of course they want to know how they can do it. So go ahead. So the way to think about this is what is the information that you constantly need or that people ask you for? So in my book, uh, the Mom Inventors Handbook, one of my chapters is on how to get your products, your consumer products into retail stores. So one of the things, and I also use, I sold for years in retail stores also, my products. So one of the things that I needed desperately and then everybody was asking me for are the contacts, the sales contacts for retail stores. It's really hard to get that information. So what I did is I had put it off for way too long because I knew it was such a cumbersome task. And so what I did is I Googled and I found the top 100, 100 150 retail stores in America. I gathered that list together, plus I added more based on the stores that I've been, I've gotten my own products in. And then I went to Brickwork India. It's brickworkindia.com. And I said to them, here, here are the top retail stores in America. I need the corporate address, phone number. I want to know who their vice president of merchandising is. Uh, or vice president of sales, and so I want to have their contact information. And this is a tedious, cumbersome task that, again, I would have taken me hours and hours to do. And they said, okay, I said, how much would that cost? And they said, $300. And I thought, what do I have to lose? The most I could lose is $300, because I had no idea if I was gonna, what I was going to get back, right? It was, it was 
really allowing myself to experiment, and that's what I'm encouraging you to do. When they came back, the, it was excellent. It was so well done. I went and I cross-checked every single item that they had put, made sure everything was ready and good, good information, and it was. And then I put it up for sale, I think for $47 on my website, and bam, earned $14,000 in 72 hours. I have to say it, it surprised me too, but this is the thing. Think about what your top topic is, what your content is, what is that information that has just been so tedious that you haven't spent the time to get it done, or that people are constantly asking you for. What is that thing? And there's like, oh, do you have a resource for this, or do you have information about that? Whatever it is, and you can get that type of support by expanding your our, uh, your thinking in terms of going maybe to India, to Brickwork in India. Why I like that company, by the way, is it's a woman-owned business, and she's won all sorts of awards. And so it's, it's reputable, and I have found that the people working there have been superb. And they follow up, they tell me what's happening. I mean, it's been phenomenal. So that is how I did it, and that's how you can do it too. Oh, I love that story. Brickwork India, you guys, if you need some of that tedious work done that you don't have time to do, and uh, let them get it done for you, and then you just publish it and put it out there as a sellable resource, because work went into that. I mean, you still did the work of, first of all, you thought of what the need was, what resources people needed, and then you said, okay, I'm going to find the top retail stores in this case, but I need to know how people can contact them. So absolutely there was a big need there that you were fulfilling that apparently no one else had fulfilled so I love that terrific terrific tips let's uh, take a minute and uh, see what we've got over here in the comment section my comment tracker is not working today or I'd be popping your comments up on on the live broadcast but uh, let's see Shelly Palmer is asking QR codes are pretty easy then to add to a book or to books right yeah, let me show you. So inside my book, you can't believe it. Just think about this. The QR code, whatever QR code company software that you use, like you can do ex exactly what Virginia said. If you don't want to use pay for Kiowa, there are free QR code services. And essentially, just think about it this way. When a QR code is generated, it is sa being saved as an image. So it's just like putting an image inside your book. And you would just attach that to a URL, and that URL, URL should be a, a URL on your website. So every single QR code I put in my books drives people back to pages on my website, okay? And then that way, they can see what else you've got going on and see if they wanna continue and follow you and opt in and all these things. But I'll just give you a quick example so you can see. Like this is Tony. Tony created a pet bed. I don't know if you can see that. Can you see that? Yes. Okay. Hold, so Hold on. Yes. Tony Deach, he created that snuggly pet bed, uh, and it looks like a big shoe. And so, see the QR code right there? That's just another image, just like the other one that, that of the dog and the shoe. This is saved just as an image, too. And then all you do is put them, pop them into your book, and as you can see, you get your phone and scan this code, and Tony pops right on to the video and tells you what his biggest challenges that has been and uh, you know just talking about the process and it's so much fun to see other people see your books are 
you know, you're putting everything into it, but when you when you include other people, it just your book come it creates a whole new life. It just comes to life. And so now how fun to hear about Tony's story and how he created this this pet bed and the challenges he had to, to he faced as he was going through this process. So this is it's just an image. It's not difficult at all. Yeah, I mean, it's just a JPEG or a PNG, I'm assuming, that you're just going to paste in just like you would any other image. And I think that's brilliant. But there's something more going on that you didn't, you, you keep mentioning, but I want to mention the power of it. And that is that you're driving all of these images and these videos back to your website. So think about the backlinking that is happening as a result of your book. And that's just going to get more traffic to your website. It's going to get, you know, raise your SEO value as well. So there's a lot of reasons to be doing this in addition to adding real value to your reader, which is always to me has to be the number one rationale for why you do something. But you're you're taking it to a much deeper level, and I really appreciate that. Tamara, Tamara, I'm sorry. Um, I just want to bring up oh, Zara. Hi, how are you doing? Zara Altier is here today. She's awesome tips. She's busy taking notes. Um, and because I can't get comment tracker up today, I have to go back and forth between the hangout and the event page. So bear with me as I get a couple more of these up. But you know what I'm going to do tomorrow? I'm going to put a um, link up for people to come join us over on Blab in a few minutes because I know they're going to have some more questions for you. And we want to join them over there. Plus, you know, please, when you get over there, invite your Twitter friends to uh, follow us over there. Um, but while I'm putting that information on the event page and checking the rest of the comments tomorrow, give them some final information about the workshop that you have coming up. And I'm going to put that link out there as well for people because that's coming up next Tuesday, I think, right? Next Tuesday, January 26th at 10 Pacific, 1 Eastern. Trust me, you want to be there. <laughs> I am going to give you some awesome tips on how to generate income right now. And some of these things you're going to be able to jump right off this webinar or the webinar on Tuesday, and you're going to be able to do within minutes. And within minutes, you're going to be able to start generating income. So I am fired up. I love giving this webinar, and I'm going to make it really worth your time. Great. I'm not quite finished, but I did put over the information to go over to Blab, and we'll do that in just a few minutes. So here's where you can go. Hold on while I while I put it up here because I also have to say it to you because I also this also goes out as a podcast, and so those people who are just listening to this need to hear it. So if you want to pick up and find out about her workshop and get her free resource, which is her checklist for author to income, you can go to hmtips.com forward slash author income. Again, that's hmtips.com forward slash author income. And that tips is with an S, T-I-P-S. So let me go ahead and put that also on here and uh, tell them a little bit about what the value of this checklist means to them as well. So this is a real checklist. This is the checklist that I put together for myself over time, learning different processes to really magnify your message in a powerful way. And so I put it together. You're going to love it. I get rave reviews about this. It's a tool unto itself, meaning you can use this. I use it all the time to cross-check and make sure I'm on track. So I think you're going to really find it to be of value. 
Well, I know that I'm excited about it. I've already been getting some of Tamara's tips. They are brilliant in addition to the ones that she's given us here today, which is almost like a publishing encyclopedia. So I really appreciate it, Tamara. We're going to move on over then to Blab. I want to thank those of you that I've just seen here. Doriana, thanks for dropping in. J.R. Finn, thank you for joining us today. And a few more, again, I just can't as easily manipulate as I would be able to your comments if Comment Tracker were working. But such is technology. You work with what you're given, right? <laughs> so again, I'm going to post the link for um, going over to Blab. It's going into the comment section now. And you can come on over and join us there in just a moment. And, and finally, Tamara, I'm, I just want to say thank you to you for just being so generous with what you're sharing here today. Any final thoughts for our viewers? Yeah, thank you. It's been my pleasure. And also, we should talk over and blab about getting into the media spotlight and how you can use your book as a tool to do this, again, in ways that you may not have considered. And it ties in with what the tips that I've just given. So I can't wait to talk about that more. Yes. Okay. You see, get on over to Blab. We're not done here. Media tips or media spotlight is going to be part of the topic. Bring the rest of your questions on over to Blab. You'll enjoy that platform. It's easy to jump on. And we'll see you there in just a few minutes. Thank you, everyone. This has been so much fun. Thank you, Tamara. Thank you, all of our guests. And I hope that I see you over on Blab. Take care and have a great week. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye. -bye. Bye.